0: ah yes ladies and gentlemen my name is jack farmer his name is andy rossi and we got a banger of a show for you today on evolution of movies andy rossi we're gonna peel the onion on who you are a little bit oh boy that sounds great we're gonna dive into your past a little bit, and for everyone who's listening, the reason is that we've got a special guest this this uh, week, and My it's <laughs> not just anybody. It's not just anyone. First off, let's talk about the uh, the stuff that people may have heard of. Let's talk about the fact that he's on season. Uh, Kevin can F himself, right? Season two coming out soon. He's on the new Apple TV show coming out soon. High Desert. He's also on winning time, but most importantly, he's your old high school chum, ladies and gentlemen. It's Eric Peterson. Eric, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Hello,
1: boys. How are you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> Rossi, good to see you, my friend. Good Hello. To see
0: yeah. So, Eric, you're working on a ton of stuff. Uh, and we, we're gonna talk about that, but. I want you to spill the beans on <laughs> Andy Rossi and his time in high school. What was this, what was this guy like? Oh, Rossi boy.
1: was the coolest. Rossi was the coolest. No, he was. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. We had we, we had some good times in high school. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, we met because I think did we know each other previous to high school? Yeah. Yeah. I think and we, like, we, we must have like
2: fifth grade or so.
1: Yeah. Fifth, sixth grade, something like that. Um, but we became closer friends in high school. Uh, I remember a few. Uh, uh, how do I want to put this?
2: <laughs> some
1: some fun nights uh, at the Rossi household. Let's put it that way. Let's let's keep it clean. Yeah, um, and the
2: Peterson household. <laughs> and the Peterson household. Eric had a hot tub. I did have a hot tub <laughs> that was uh,
1: that was a big, att- big his, attraction. His own, not his parents. Was- yes, <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, Just in my room. Hat. Yeah, uh, but no, we were good buddies in high school, and uh, you know we've stayed uh, relatively close. It's great, you know. There's not many of us out here in Los Angeles, so uh, I'm very happy whenever I get to see Andy and Stephanie, and uh, so yeah. But we, we were good buddies, and Rossi was the coolest. Like he was definitely a part of the popular crowd of people. But Rossi wasn't like the one because we're going to talk about Can't Hardly Wait. Rossi was not like, you know, Mike Dexter, where he was like a jerk. to everybody. Rossi was really nice to everybody. He was like there were there were members that were kind of walked around a little too big, too cool for school. But Rossi was always (laughs) a solid, solid guy, but uh,
0: definitely part of the of the popular dudes. He was, part of, he, nice. he was cool for school. He was cool enough for school. Not cool just, enough. <laughs> just the right amount of cool for school, just, yeah. <laughs> now, one I'll of the reasons it. I'm excited about you to be on, not just so I can continually find out more about who this Andy Rossi <laughs> character is, but you have some experience in the acting world. See, I just like to yammer about movies and stuff. I have no actual experience. But you and Andy, you've been in front of the camera before. Let's talk a little bit about the stuff you're working on. I mean, you got a sure. ton of stuff. I'll let you pick. But uh Kevin can, I'm gonna say f himself, sure. Uh, yeah. But uh that season two coming out, you had mentioned Apple TV show, High Desert coming out, but I think the thing that's kind of buzzing right this second is uh you were on winning time. I was on the Lakers TV show, the HBO show winning time. It was very fun. Uh
1: it was uh obviously getting to work with John C. Riley was awesome. You know, I got to shoot on that show for about two, three days. And a lot of our scenes were sitting at a table. So it was nice, like between takes, a lot of times we'd just stay sitting at the table and John would just start telling old showbiz <laughs> stories, which was awesome because oh, man. you forget that John C. Riley has been a movie star for a long time. He, I, mean, it's, I feel like sometimes we remember like the Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, which is like mm-hmm. a, a phase of his career, but he was in like like um Days of thunder and boogie nights and like movies yeah. from back in like the late 80s so he's got a lot of great great stories <laughs> um so working with him was really cool and being a part of a really kind of buzzy show was fun i didn't have like a huge part i played a banker who is basically giving the loan to jerry bus to buy the lakers and so i'm kind of like whining and dining and schmoozing with him at, at the uh, forum club um, but it was fun. We, we had a great, uh, very good time shooting that show.
0: So what you're saying is your character built the Lakers without, <laughs> yeah, without basically, your basically the Lakers without me,
1: no Kobe Bryant. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, lots of great stuff and that's exciting to hear uh any stories from uh john c riley that uh stood out to you <laughs> um
1: i have a story from the set it's not about john c riley this is uh, this is so embarrassing i um but i'll <laughs> i'll give it just to you guys um so <laughs> just, uh,
0: just us yeah <laughs> in, the,
1: in the scene uh where we're in the forum club and we're kind of you know uh whining and dining and it's late in the night you know uh the scene called for my character to kind of have like some, you know, random lady with me and I'm kind of, you know, schmoozing her and stuff. But when they, when you're the actual, you know, uh, uh, logistics of how these things happen are very awkward because it's like, uh, as they get to that part of the scene, they're like, you know, um, uh, okay, uh, we need two girls. So they just kind of look to the pool of extras and they're like, uh, you and you and then so they bring you <laughs> over and and so there's no like talking really with these people and then they're like all right now you guys are like making out and like and so it's very awkward you know so I I, I introduced myself I say hey how you doing I'm Eric and I said you know I'm gonna put my arm around your shoulder is that okay yes yeah, okay great okay and I have like a fake cigarette and I'm like I'm not gonna like kiss you or anything but I may like kind of put my nose in your neck is that okay <laughs> you know and they're but they're also like trying to shoot so you're trying to do this very quickly and this uh lovely woman was like yeah yeah of course yeah no problem and um so i said okay great so they start the scene and i'm kind of got my arm around her and i got the drink in one hand and the fake cigarette in the other and <laughs> and we're sort of going about and and as because it's not choreographed and you haven't really rehearsed this, there was a moment where I kind of turned and I think the cigarette was like in my mouth or something and it bumped against her forehead, this actress's <laughs> forehead and I was like, oh gosh and there was like ash on her forehead oh, so no. I'm like, oh. "And but it's still like in the middle of the scene. So I'm trying to like kind of wipe it off like, Ooh, look at your pretty forehead as a you know, because I'm trying to like not stop the scene because the moment's not really about me. I'm just sort of feeling the moment, you know, and so I kind of like wipe some of it off and I'm like, there's little spot that i can't get oh, off yeah. anymore and i'm like oh geez and and then eventually they call cut and i'm like i'm so sorry i there's some ash on your forehead. I, I couldn't get i'm so sorry and she goes no that's a birthmark and i was like oh my
2: god <laughs> oh, no. so I, I had oh, no. i did
1: get ash on her forehead but it was also like conveniently right where she also had, i guess had a birthmark and she was like you can't wipe that off i felt so embarrassed oh, i, I I couldn't believe it, but, oh, uh, oh, man. but yeah yeah, I've been wiping this thing forever and <laughs> it, anyway. it won't come on <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah.
2: she were, she was very
1: yes, she was very lovely and very professional and kept it you know, she didn't call cut she, herself, you know she was she rolled with the punches, but i felt I felt very terrible about it, i gotta watch
0: it again now <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these things you take for granted, all these moving parts as a viewer that you just take for granted that yeah. happen that you realize you, you forget that someone has to actually figure that out and feel the in logistics of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of crowded scenes in the movie we're about to chat about today. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for people who are new to the show, uh, to the evolution of movies. What this is, is uh, what we do is we watch a movie and then we chat about it book club style, but we call it the evolution of movies because we always pick a movie that came out one year after the last movie we watched. So we started in 1980, then went to 1981, 1982. Now we're all the way up to 1998, a time when movie theaters were filled with hits like Meet Joe Black, The Big Lebowski, and of course, Blues Brothers 2000, but we aren't talking about (laughs) any of those. We're talking about Can't Hardly Wait, a movie IMDb described as a complete graduating class consisting of beautiful girls, geeks, and promising footballers assemble at a rich classmate's residence for a party. Interesting developments follow at the get-together. Eric, had you seen this movie before, and what were your thoughts going into it this time around? Uh, I
1: definitely had seen this movie before. This was probably in, I wouldn't list it in like my top 10 favorite movies, but it might be, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not something that's going to jump out as like, Oh my God, that's in my, you know, I'm going to say things like Godfather and Goodwill hunting and Shawshank. Right. right? But, but I love this movie. I found myself quoting so many lines as we went through it that I was Mm -hmm. like, these are all firmly planted in my head. Um, It, it is a great movie. I loved it so much. I will say that uh, I don't know how old you are, Jack, but but for Andy and I, because it came out in 98 and we graduated high school in 99, like this was just peak in our zone of like, this is what we were living. I remember American Pie must have come out maybe like the next year. And yeah. that also felt like this movie was made for us. It's about <laughs> us, you know? Like it just felt so close to home. There was like- you know, I, we felt so seen. One of the the questions that I actually wrote down in my little notes as I was watching last night that is a good starter here is I'm very curious as to because it felt it honestly feels very real. Like all of the different clicks feel like exactly those clicks existed in our high school. Those archetypes of people existed in our high school. And my question, my sort of like big existential question is, Did the movies make us feel like that's the characters we had to be or were the writers really in touch with like, yeah, this is what high school is really like? Or is it a little bit of, you know, they're feeding each other because it really felt like, oh, my God, like we would say these types of things all exactly like this. And I was like, but were we just quoting the movies that we were seeing or were these movies really like had a finger on the pulse of what it was to be a high schooler in the late 90s? I don't know
0: that's it's so funny you say that because i was kind of thinking the same thing and and with this movie yeah you always you kind of i guess project yourself onto one of the characters that you feel like that was me or that was my group and you're almost rooting for your your uh i guess cast member if that makes sense like i'm sure if you identified as a nerdy person you were like come on nerds get it or if you were uh, mike dexter type you were like gosh i hope this guy does just figure it, it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah you do kind of feel like you're part of these groups and it's but as for as uh as diverse as the groups were they also weren't too jokey in how they looked i mean seth green and we'll talk about him in a little bit but <laughs> sure he clearly was a like over the top person but it wasn't like outside of a few people like walking down the hallway there wasn't like the super goth person and the right. super you know, uh and, and mike dexter wasn't wearing his letterman jacket right all day yeah and stuff yeah. like that uh but you could still tell who these people were um now yeah,
2: I, w- I wonder what the budget was on it yeah because it didn't have that you know what i mean it kind of just seemed like a pretty i forgot how simple the premise was yeah it, was like yeah, it all takes place location. in
1: one
0: night all in one house yeah i mean it's brilliant right and it, it did take me back to like how come why don't adults throw parties and I want to go go to a house party also like do
1: I feel like everyone's parents left every weekend in high school is how I remember it but that's obviously not the case but like how does every weekend someone's parents are like I'm gonna leave a house unattended with a high schooler in
0: like how did that happen I just don't even I don't know it was crazy and why would you? I would if if I had a kid, I'd never like if my kid was in high school, I would never, I would, I wouldn't leave the house. I would never leave the house. <laughs> yeah, I would never. know what's gonna happen.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, uh, we were also lucky that this was before the ages of like ring cam and yeah, and you know like a surveillance yeah. system in your house, even cell and, phones. And, yeah, even cell oh. phones. Yeah. Uh.
0: So Andy, now we have a game on this show, Eric, where we have Andy try to guess the Rotten Tomato score. And then okay. you're going to pick whether or not you think the actual score is higher or lower. And we're going gotcha. to see if you're right. Andy, 1998, can't hardly wait. First Where of do all, you think this came in?
2: First of all, it's competing with Blues Brothers 2000, which came out in <laughs> 1998. How does that make sense?
1: <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> They're like, we're playing the long game. We're, we're, we know this is going to stay in two theaters years for or early. at least two years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the biggest release of all time so so like eric said i love this movie too it came out like right in our um high school days so it feels nostalgic and i thought it was great and i thought it was great the first time i saw it um so my ranking is probably much higher than the critics ranked it um but i still think it's good it's like a solid yeah. you know high school movie so i'm gonna go uh, i think i go this number often jack but i think uh, i'm gonna go 76. That's my guess.
0: 76. I think that would put it in the middle of what we typically get on the show. Uh, but Eric, 76. That, Like I said, it's in the middle. It's kind of a tough. Do you think it's actually higher or actually lower? Well, I'll tell thing? you this. It, it
1: should be higher because there is not a scene in this movie that misses. I, I, I wrote that note. I was like, every scene works, is funny, is like edited down to only what you need. It should be 100%. <laughs> it should be Paddington 2, but it might not be Paddington, <laughs> Paddington 2. Isn't Paddington 2 like the only movie to ever have 100% like, ongoing? Yeah. For That's Rot- why
0: we're yeah. not going to review it, because once we do it, there's nothing sure. left for us. Sure,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, I would say it's higher. I'm going to go higher. If it's audience, Rotten Tomatoes is audience score mixed with reviews,
0: right? I think they're separate. There's, it gets to review. I think I just go with the critics review. It's just reviews? Ugh. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna higher. go higher. I'm gonna go higher. Boom. Rotten Tomatoes has 82. 82. Can't hardly wait. Sitting at 40. Oh, percent Making oh, it one of the lowest we've ever done.
2: What no way. Incorrect.
0: That's in, in Flash Gordon territory.
2: Uh, <laughs> Incorrect. Flash Gordon was 70-some. What, what was the? Oh, was the it? I bet the audience was higher though.
0: The audience was higher. I didn't write that one down though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh 40 percent. i don't know why it's so low it's funny i, I wanted to add real quick so i graduated at 01 and uh which it, it's funny because it doesn't like in real life that's not that far apart but in high school right. when i watched this movie for me because i was younger it was more like i was like oh my gosh this is what it's gonna be like in high school <laughs> this right. is what i have to look forward to this is how it's totally gonna be in life and yeah
2: uh well that's quite, what i thought <laughs> quite, but uh, <laughs> we did clueless a few weeks ago and that's what i thought when i watched clueless yes, I'm like, this yeah this is what i have to look this is what to? high school is gonna be yeah i like, yeah. oh no <laughs> i don't have a computer that's gonna pick out all my clothes
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah oh, and then man. you
2: get to that age like oh i have like three pairs
0: of pants why do i need a computer yeah <laughs> So let's get into the movie. But before we get into it, I do always like to say a thank you to everyone who is watching, listening, whether it be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, whatever you're listening to. Thank you. Uh, like, comment, share, five star review, leave a comment, all that good stuff. Let's chat all about this movie, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. It's graduation day, and all the kids are talking about this party tonight. Also, everyone is naked under their gowns, apparently. (laughs) Also, everyone is talking about how Mike and Amanda broke up, so Preston, like a lion in the brush, is ready to pounce. He tells Denise the story of how it was fate for him to be with Amanda, and Denise is all judgy about it. We're introduced to the rest (laughs) of the characters, including a group of late 20-year-olds talking about graduating high school and how they're going to dump their girls now. Some nerds plotting to get revenge on Mike for bullying them. And Seth Green, who is talking with his homies about getting girls at the party. Preston and Denise pull up to the party and listen to Mandy. Eric, tell us about this world that we're going to inhabit and the characters that live within it.
1: Well, I mean, first of all, we got to talk about how they have Eve Six. Is Do you remember that band, Andy? Oh, Eve yeah. Six. They were like a uh, pop. I oh, will chuck man. on the rhine. I will follow <laughs> yeah, my heart. that. I don't
0: that know what t- any of the
1: words are. <laughs> That tells you right off the bat, like, the feeling. It's like, boom. That gives all the information you need to know. Uh, and I love how, first of all, I love how they they get ju- they jump right into the premise. And there's basically, we were talking about this earlier, that the whole movie essentially takes place at the party. So there's, like, this little opening prologue, and then there's a little epilogue at the end. But essentially, that's it. And I love how they sort of like spread the rumor of the party, like, oh, there's a party at this house. Are you going? (laughs) Yeah. And that's how quickly it happens in high school. That, like, I remember people in high school like trying to have a small get together. But if like word gets out beyond your immediate group, it's like wildfire. And then everyone's (laughs) just at your house. And you're like, how did you people find out about this? But uh, so I loved that part. I love the way that they're like, Mike Dexter broke up with Amanda Beckett this is just so good. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought that was good. I'm, I'm sort of going through my notes here that I, that I wrote here. Uh, I'm, I'm jumping a little bit ahead. I, I don't mean that this is breaking protocol. You just let how, me know. How but dare you. <laughs> I, I don't, I want to know if you guys know that the teacher. So once there's the moment where Preston is talking about how he was in love with, uh amanda beckett his whole life right and he's mm-hmm. talking about how she showed up at the school and he was late mm-hmm. for school that one day and she had the same pop tart all that stuff right the yeah. the woman who is the teacher in that scene she got like gray hair she was in the movie greece she's one of the pink ladies from oh, greece. really she's no. jan jan one of the pink <laughs> ladies from greece and they only uh, gave her that little role and they gave her that tiny little role of the <laughs> teacher who's like who wants to show amanda beckett around the school oh. um uh, which I thought that was great. Um, yeah, did I answer your question? I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, just no, like, going no, down no, my that's list. Perfect.
0: Here. That's perfect. It actually opens it up because, uh, and Andy, I'll, I'll pass this to you. This movie that now that was a fun reference to someone who was from the past, but this movie, and Andy, we don't need to jump into it too far, but uh, just so many people were in this movie that I was like, oh my god, it's For that real. person! Like, yeah, it Andy was just a lot, chock full of them.
2: Well, it, it, my favorite character, well, I'll probably say that a, a couple different times, but I Seth Green as Kenny Fisher is so great. So I just good. love how each character they show like their picture and then they have music behind it. Like yep. I, his his is like Busta Rhymes or something yep. like that. And they and, all have yeah. like a quote and <laughs> what college they're going to. Yeah, it's so good. His was the best though. I wrote I wrote it down. It says Kenny Fisher, JV basketball, one game. <laughs> and then his quote is picture me rolling, two <laughs>
0: picture so me funny. rolling and the <laughs> the, oh my the God. yearbook thing was so clever because it instantly tells us everything we need to know about this yep. person yeah. yeah but fits the vibe of that moment and that this movie and it was just such a as a viewer a very easy boom and you see that one little thing of like yep. seth green's name or and something like i get this person i know exactly who this person yeah. is same yeah. with like mike dexter amanda everyone you're just like i get it i know who this person is yeah. Because we're all just uh in high school that's what we are. We're all just these like characters. We're all like, archetypes, yeah. Archetypes. Exactly. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Exactly. Exactly. Um, something I loved that was very small was this the old school Game Boy getting played for some reason. I saw I that. that yeah. I was like, look at that brick. We used to yeah. that. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, And go Um, so the uh I, I also wanted to say, and, and Eric, I'll go back to you on this and Is it just me? And we'll probably talk about this a little bit more, but Preston is kind of borderline scary naive (laughs) in this movie.
1: (laughs) I mean, it is crazy that he is madly in love with someone that he essentially has never even had a discussion with, a a conversation with, right? And I I did write in my notes later that I, I do remember feeling that like, a crush on like girls that I didn't really know. And had never really had a conversation with and being like, Oh
0: my God, they're perfect. <laughs> right. But like,
1: but I don't know that I ever took it to like a four year. It's always been about her, but like never had a conversation with, but so yeah, he is a little like stalkery, <laughs> a little creepy yeah. Yeah. in his like obsession with this person that he's never talked to, you
2: and know, all and, in, all in, uh, like he, yeah, have he any is a
1: hundred percent all in. <laughs> and you know yeah. like, jumping to more, more the end of the movie but like when she's like kind of a jerk to him i'm like well i mean you don't know him at all like why yeah. should right. you be nice to him you know yeah uh, but yeah i thought it was, you're you're totally right that he was a little a little stalkery <laughs> so we'll continue to, was he in uh, empire records he oh, was yeah. he was also in one of my favorite movies that thing you do yeah um he's the bass yeah. player in that thing you do, do. That thing. Yes, that's Embry. stuck Embry. My head now. Yeah. 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 yeah, great, great guy, great actor,
2: and he still uh, works. He still works. Yeah, he's in oh, uh, Grace and Frankie.
0: Yeah, yeah. If, if you look through just about every person in this movie, and I mean like every person, they've been working steady, yeah, like, for a long time. Yeah, uh, really and nice. I like even like extras and people with one line in it. Yeah. Like uh, I'll bring up like Marshall from uh, uh yeah. Jason Siegel. jason jason siegel yeah like yeah. it's was, his what? film debut film debut some, i like, a, some blair is in there some,
1: some of like... blair's in it uh sarah rue is in it yeah. um the guy Sherminator. uh <laughs> the shermanator's <laughs> in it the uh there's a guy who was in the hurricane uh who's uh-huh. like the, the kid who was like writing to denzel washington in the hurricane he's in this movie with like one line melissa john um, Hart. Melissa Joan Hart, and I read that like this was her like film debut. She was obviously already super popular with Clarissa explains yeah. it all, but uh, but this was her first film. Yeah, they cast a bunch. Jamie Priestley is like one of the girlfriends, yeah. who's like you know not a huge part.
2: Um, which, which can we let's talk about her for one second, <laughs> Eric? We went to the same high school. Yes. Jamie Presley did not go to our high school. Like no, she, no. she was like twenty seven, like just hanging out this, at high school. This movie yeah. was
0: very very they were fast and loose with the ages of the with the age yeah like whoa, 100%, whoa 100%. 100%. Right. the girls <laughs> don't look like that yeah <laughs> uh well let's let's talk about getting to the party um everyone starts to arrive at the party Seth Green and his crew Mike barges in and the nerds get in position on the roof along with some of the graduates from clueless and their band <laughs> yeah. but it's Amanda and her slow motion entrance that catches everyone's attention Denise makes fun of everyone and just seems like the worst until Preston ditches her to go talk to Amanda. But he chickens out. Seth Green doesn't chicken out. He strikes out instead. And I start to feel bad for the guy uh, as the nerd starts to get a little tipsy at the party. I don't necessarily i don't necessarily remember the names of a lot of these people. So <laughs> yeah, just yeah, call yeah that's the right. The nerd and Seth Green. I never actually got their names. Kenny Fisher, <laughs> you reminded me now. But that's he okay. was Seth Green to me this entire movie uh yeah. andy i gotta tell you because i know you like fun quotes uh seth green with my favorite time is honeys
2: <laughs> i love his I two little minions with him too oh so yeah funny.
1: two guys oh my god they're so bad i
2: they love have two minions because william they do, has his yeah. two minions too
1: first of all i loved the ribbed t-shirt that uh mike dexter <laughs> is wearing That like we all wore back then he's just like ribbed they were like super tight like with the like you know ribbing of, of these t-shirts that we would wear so that was right on point uh one yes. of my favorite quotes is mike dexter is a god mike <laughs> dexter is a role model like that i remember
0: saying that all the time uh, i was um, gonna say is that who andy was because he wasn't mike dexter was Mike? was andy the one that was dating uh Jimmy Priestley? Priestley. yeah i would yeah. say
2: that that might be that might be rossi <laughs> i was yeah. gonna say I, I love the guy that talks about the mirrors (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. and he's like (laughs) (laughs) like,
1: her parents have mirrors man Um but i also can we talk about the fact that the nerdy guy who you know our main uh whatever his name is william nerd what is it i call him nerd he's william yeah william
0: uh he's (laughs) nerd i literally call nerd nerd um i was mike dexter
1: apparently <laughs> oh, yeah, right. he doesn't even have a name <laughs> um william do you know that that is the kid from hook and dick yes. tracy i did know yes. that i'm bummed that, that he didn't do awesome. anything after can hardly wait didn't though. do anything after i it said that he was attending mit while they were going to make the movie they cast somebody else in that role for like two days and he was working out and then they called up this guy and said hey can you come do this movie for you know a couple months or whatever and he left did the movie but then went back to like being a a scientist or something and, no, and, and was, knocked it out of the park too. and knocked it out of the park yeah <laughs> so good but that guy is is so great Um, What other notes I have here? I have Kenny Fisher. 92% yo. I remember him talking about like the the odds of like getting hooked up with a girl was like 92%. Oh, it's so good. There's
2: just so many great lines from this movie. Well, speaking of William, his two buddies. I wrote these down. It says, but William, you could get drunk. You could get addicted. addicted. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> great line.
2: Oh my he's god. So
1: earnest about it too. Yeah. You
2: could
0: get addicted.
1: You could get addicted. <laughs> Those two guys are great.
0: Don't worry. I have this chart that will make sure I don't have yeah. too much. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I love when he drinks the beer and he goes and he spits it out. He's like, Don't drink the beer. The beer has gone bad. <laughs> I I swear to you, I swear to you, any party I've been to as an adult, which is not many, but it, if I've been into like a large group party and they have a keg of beer, I always quote that after <laughs> my first sip of beer from the keg. I will
2: always. Can you spit oh, it on the guy next to you? <laughs> I'll be like, "Don't
0: drink the beer. The beer has
1: gone bad."
2: <laughs> you just that's wait for that one want. person that's like, "Can hardly wait." <laughs> Can hardly Hard wait. Way, yeah. But yeah. I think
0: yeah. I, I want to kind of circle back to what you said, Andy, about how everyone has their little minions. That is kind of high school, though. No one looks and acts a certain way by themselves. They always have a couple a troop, people that. Yeah. Are with them that have the similar style and similar vibe to them, and uh, there's always kind of that leader of the group. Uh,
2: so, speaking, I, I speaking think of,
0: that seemed
2: good. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I was just gonna say, speaking of leaders, <laughs> the leader of the girls at least is Amanda Beckett. Her her entrance, this I laughed so hard because I remembered it. I I remembered it was six underground. I don't know how I remember that the song, but yeah. I thought it was like like more of like a cool entrance. I did. I was telling my wife. I go. I go. She looks lost. Does she not know where she is? She like comes in and she's like just looking all over the place. I'm like, does she know she's in a party? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just kind of a funny entrance.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I actually, I thought the same thing, and I realized I was actually remembering not another teen movie making fun of this, not <laughs> yeah. the actual movie version. Yeah. Because yeah. in the movie ver in in that one they have like the wind and everything else. Where this one I was like, oh yeah, she's kind of box in
1: <laughs> yeah but it's like uh, you're totally right that she was oddly like
0: where am i
1: <laughs> yeah. i don't know which i think was a little bit of jennifer love hewitt's kind of like acting style and can we talk about the fact that most i would say everyone other than jennifer love hewitt is acting in the same movie right they all sort of get the tone but i do feel like jennifer love hewitt really took this part very seriously <laughs> like there's some scenes where she's like really acting and i'm like it's not that deep it's you don't have to make it that deep but like (laughs) i just i thought it was so funny that like pretty much everybody's like yeah we're like a teen movie yeah here we go and she's like who am i if i'm not mike's girlfriend like she really made it like super deep which i kind of respect i think it was kind of great but it does kind of pop and like anytime she has one of those like monologues or scenes it's like oh,
0: okay, she's doing a different thing.
1: That's okay. Let's roll with that for a minute. But For sure.
0: I've got a few things. I've got a a few bones to pick with old (laughs) JLH, and I'm going to get to it later. uh, But (laughs) I do want to say something, and Andy, I know as a DJ, you'll appreciate this. This movie, I didn't count, but I would estimate about 900 songs on this soundtrack. (laughs) This movie, like every five seconds was a different song playing in the background, which one is what it's like at a party but two was this this had to be like a five disc set when they released the soundtrack
2: i definitely like, had the, the soundtrack it would was
0: go it,
1: nice it would go nicely in your five disc changer
2: which i also had
0: <laughs> and some of us like these some of these songs don't go together at all like they'd play like um white zombie and then they would play like
2: some older 80s song, you, know, you got to please all the people at the party, Barry Manilow. You
0: know? yeah, yeah, they they covered some ground with that. The last thing I, I want to cover before moving on though is uh, we do hear that uh, people are talking trash about Amanda now that they broke up. And uh, I already I, I just thought from a story development standpoint, they're trying to make us sympathize with Amanda here, sure, uh, early on, just planting that little seed. And there.
2: I don't know, I want a poll of, of the guys here, JLH or Gwyneth Paltrow. I go Jennifer Love Hewitt. I go as like who's
1: hotter or better? Yeah, <laughs> <what> it, both. <laughs> Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer. Yeah,
2: LaFewitt. I go I go I uh, go yeah. the original J-Lo. cuz they were yeah. pretty quick to say Paltrow was better and I, right. I just I was like I don't know, guys. I know. Yeah. I
1: think that was that was peak Paltrow though. That was like, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know Shakespeare in Love, like she was like really the hottest thing back then. It was pre-Goop
2: you know what and I mean? she yeah and Are she's true? with and she's with Brad Pitt that's yeah
0: yeah 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 that's a hard that's a yeah. hard uh, yeah if if Brad Pitt has given his seal of approval it's very
1: <laughs> that's yeah, true. It's, okay yeah. okay that would all makes sense wait there's one line i have to bring up that i wrote down that's before we move on was when kenny fisher says 10 lovely ladies who will it be and he does like a whole thing and then he goes hey yo kareem baby what's up and she doesn't respond and he goes nine nine lucky ladies <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so good there's this part of me that's kind of like good for you though man shoot your shots do it yeah you man. know come in with a plan yeah because he, he was actually respectful she said no and he's like okay i get it and he All moved right, moving on. On, he was, on moving on yeah you know just
2: good for his, him his goggles by the way are just so, <laughs> so good.
1: like i think that it's some sometimes because it is like a light teen movie we don't give seth green enough credit but like It actually is a really great performance. Like his lines feel quotable. Every line he says has such a like rhythm to it that it still sticks in your head and feels quotable. He like plays this essentially, you know, stereotype of like a really now we would say kind of offensive character, you know, and he does it like in a really kind of charming way. And when he, you know, eventually gets to the scenes in the bathroom where he kind of lets it down, you're like, Wow, he's like really giving a full arc of a character. It's yeah, like yeah. really does a really good job in the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah he does. You're right because it's a it's a character that if you read the script, like this is a completely unlovable character. But yeah. when you watch it, he was the first character I felt actually like, oh, come on, man, you can you can do it. Like because yeah. he's he's such a loser about it, but at the same right. time, it, but his it,
1: confidence is there. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. Speaking of confidence, Preston runs into a friend that cock blocks him with a bunch of old stories. Preston? <laughs> Preston Myers? <laughs> I love that guy. And see you, man. And now someone else starts chatting up Amanda and Seth Green continues to strike out. Speaking of striking out, Mike is striking out as his boys are still with their girls and speaking of girls, the girl Preston came with has no friends, probably cuz she's kind of mean. Yeah. The band has a wardrobe change and a Girl who found out her fella is cheating on her says she will hook up with the first person she sees and Seth Green is there. She's happy to go to the pool house with him, but he needs to use the bathroom to prepare. He heads upstairs and gets stuck after Denise joins him. Andy, walk us through this sex prep scene.
2: <laughs> what? Why did he do it now? Like, shouldn't he have gotten prepped right when he got there? Like, oh, just God. like, or at home? You know, yeah. read your Kama Sutra book at home, do your stretching and whatnot. Like, it was this, just oddly timed. The, it is.
0: But he was. What would made it funny is like because he obviously didn't know what he was doing because he's <laughs> walking the bathroom, going, "Should I put the the, the Jimmy cap on now?" <laughs> right i love nah. what he says he goes i better double bag it i don't know where this girl's been <laughs>
1: it's just like it's so good also that he has to deal with like the long line you know at the bathroom so that's why he goes to the bathroom upstairs and it, it's like it, i felt it honestly gave me like pangs of like uh, anxiety watching it because like when you are a high school boy it's like all you can think about is like making out with a girl and like hooking up with a girl and to see this poor guy who clearly has never done it in any capacity. And like, there's a pretty girl who's like into it. I'm like, bro, go, go, just go. And the fact yeah. he's like, stay right there, baby. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no,
0: oh, you're going to blow it. Yeah. <laughs> I know just there was this, You're right. And this is again, how good he is. Cause I was totally like, like some people will say, don't run up the stairs in horror movies. I was like, right. don't use the bathroom; yeah, just don't. go to the pool house. Yeah,
2: And and well done, scene too. The girl says, "Watch out for the door." She says oh, something about the door. He does. Door. Yeah. He actually doesn't. He that's leaves. That's true. You're right. Yeah. You're right.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's actually a really good point because she. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Denise who Denise was completely unlikable.
1: So is denise, like, wait is denise the the girl
0: who owns the home or the friend no denise is the friend that came okay, with denise the redhead friend okay yeah i was like this girl's a jerk no wonder no one likes her she just bags on everybody She gets hit yeah. in the
2: face with a brownie <laughs> 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 oh i was gonna say that dude was famous too yeah uh, he was famous too uh okay, uh, all I, for? uh
0: yeah, yeah I was, he, all he all was, for, was yeah. in um was he like in buffy back in that time
1: probably he Feel was like definitely it. like he was like simon rex he was kind of the same thing <laughs> as simon rex like they were like very angularly faced good-looking guys that were like always played the cool guy and stuff yeah
0: he was uh i always remember him as being from uh
2: 24 but he was already famous by the time yeah. he was like a
0: he was like a famous cameo in 24 by the sure time. Yeah,
2: yeah can um, we talk I'm... about the memories guys though? I don't know why that yes. guy is so his voice. I don't know if he's, he's been in heads. anything else, but yeah. He, was, the way he
1: talks, man. It's so good. <laughs> right. so, I love when he says bull core.
2: Bullcore, <laughs> man. That's right. Yes. Don't
0: you remember?
2: Bull core. You puked in your backpack.
0: <laughs> I I forgot to write that down. I, I, I heard that and I was like, wait, am I watching an edited version of this? Is this my mind score? Bullcore. <laughs> I've never heard that word. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> and, I'm going to start saying it now. And, and
1: we need to talk about the creepy cousin who's like, oh, uh, coming With a in a shiny
2: shirt.
0: Oh,
1: that scene is so uncomfortable. Like, yeah. And that it, guy was sort of a famous actor, too, I think. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. seen him,
0: too. Yeah. I wonder if he had recently seen Clueless, where the ex <laughs> stepbrother and the main character hooked right. up. At the, maybe he was like, look, boundaries cool. reason. Boundaries
2: are coming down. Yeah, yeah. It's 1998, man. Things are changing. Because <laughs> she even says you're my cousin. He's like right. by marriage.
0: <laughs> by marriage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? God. God.
0: Uh, oh, but it, 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 it's a it's a good way of showing just how everyone is kind of coming out of the woodwork
2: to yeah, totally come after her now that she's been single for five minutes. Which, yeah. by the way, why didn't the foreign guy make a move <laughs> everybody else was? <laughs> that guy, Would you that like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I remembered that guy so much. But he's only yeah. in it for like two scenes. But. Yeah. The uh, one Cheat the character we, we
0: chatted that. a little bit about, but what I love about this too is there are, and Eric, to your point, I don't remember if this was something that this movie started or if it was just always in movies, but the girl who was dealing with the house being destroyed the whole time, every good party... And every good, good party movie has the person who's trying to take care of the house while yes. the, the party's happening. And I thought she did such a good job of slowly losing her mind. Slowly losing this. her mind. Yeah. yeah. And but also
1: like kind of being like a nice person. Like she was like, yeah. nobody can go upstairs. Okay, fine. You can go upstairs, you know. And like yeah. even like later when the <laughs> cops come, she's like, get out, please, just get out of my house. Like she's <laughs> you know, she's yeah. she's one though that looked like she was probably in her mid thirties and was in yeah. this high school. As a high school student, yeah.
0: I don't know, yeah, because I don't know if it was the way she was acting, but I was definitely like, she feels like a mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She doesn't yeah. feel like one of the kids, she feels yeah. like a mom, but uh but I just I liked her crawling around looking for poop and yeah, like, <laughs> no it's the house <laughs> <on> <laughs> fire. Yeah. Um oh one last thing I wanted to add too. The the nerds on the roof, I love their shirts. I don't know if you guys caught this, but oh, one yeah. says the truth is out there, and the other one says, Trust no one. <laughs> From <laughs> X Files, yeah, yeah. That
1: was good. was so good. Uh, this is the like, one. Doesn't the one guy, uh, well, I'll tell you who he actually is because I looked this up. The one guy with the longer red hair, first of all, I think he looks just like Phineas, the, like, you know, Billy Eilish's (laughs) brother. He looks just like him. (laughs) Um, And secondly, but that actor, if you guys watched Mad Men, did you guys watch Mad Men? Yeah, 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 I love Mad Men. He played the role of Adam, who was, like, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he was, like, in the later seasons, either he, like, was... The uh the the soldier that he like stole the mm. dog tags from, or oh, he like comes no, back into his way. life, or he's like his brother or some he's a big character in regards to like oh. plot-wise on Mad Men. Look at if you go on IMDb and look yeah, at his picture just, now, you'll instantly remember remember him when you see him as an adult. Wow. So you're saying you're saying the UFOs didn't really take him. That's right. <laughs> they did not take him at the end of the movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought this whole time they were gonna hook up i felt like there was like a romantic and <laughs> so i yeah. yeah those two guys yeah. i was yeah. like yeah. i was like is there a chemistry between these two <laughs> <laughs>
2: i think that's just that's just nerd love, <laughs> just nerd love. What, one uh, thing i wa- I wanted to mention too before i forget is uh the band like you said it's the clueless band you got breckenmeyer and, and donald yeah. Faison in the band i i don't remember they actually never play uh-huh they, they never know because <laughs> even at the
1: end, once they get back together, because the one the bassist has that great line where uh, it's coming up. later. Hang on, I gotta pull it up because it's so good. And he says, "Hey guys, I'm thinking about starting." Uh, wait, where is it? Oh, hang on. He <laughs> Love says, "Loves burger." Yeah, he says, uh, "Can I get a shirt for nostalgia?" What do you guys think about a reunion tour? Reunion <laughs> tour, some new stuff, but mostly oldies. <laughs> <laughs> oh the band is so good and they're fighting over the cowboy hat and everything oh it's so good what is
2: is it love what's the name of the band love burger it is love burger okay we gotta get i gotta get a love burger shirt oh yeah i'm surprised those didn't sell
0: i wonder if you wore one today i wonder how long you could wear one before someone recognized it because i've I've seen 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 this movie but i don't know i don't know if i would recognize it without seeing it recently that's
1: like a good like you know those shirts where people are like what is that
0: from i know it's from something that's yeah. like
1: a good kind of deep yeah. cut
0: uh and i like the band but speaking of everyone being their uh, archetype the band had every band archetype in oh it, yeah whether yes. it's like the coffee singer or the yeah. uh, the cowboy hat wearing drummer or the guy with the suspenders i guess yeah bass guitar or whatever do you remember what Meyer says to start the concert <laughs> no says, what is
1: did anyone? Did anyone order a love burger? <laughs> well done. And then, <laughs>
0: and then they start to play, and then they stop. Like instantly. then they never play. <laughs> they could. They so could have had that. The band be its own movie. They could have done oh, yeah. a spin off of the band. Yeah. Um, totally. I did but read. The-
1: I did read that Breckenmeier Meyer was actually uh, the movie was written with him in mind to play Preston. And then he had a scheduling conflict and couldn't play Preston, so they cast Ethan Embry. But mm-hmm. Brecken Meyer came in and was able to do like his little cameo, and it, he sort of did it like for
2: free just to help him out. Oh, that's cool! Oh, cool. I that's could cool. totally see him in the Preston. Oh yeah, too. totally. Yeah,
0: totally. Um. But uh, the nerd eventually, he gets drunk and becomes the life of the party. And back in the bathroom, Seth and Denise are not getting along while Amanda talks about how she dated Mike to be cool. But now she tries to act like she's so much better than him because he's immature, even though he was the one that dumped her. That said, (laughs) Mike sees his bros with their girls and they're not breaking up. And speaking of not breaking Preston then has sustained unbroken eye contact with us, the viewer, talking about love and his letter. But after seeing Amanda have a clueless style, we're related but not related make out, Preston throws away the letter and leaves the party. Um, This is where I got to I got to jump on Amanda. This is where Amanda takes a turn for me she acts like she's so much better than Mike. And Mike was this horrible person when she dated him for four years, gathered up all the popularity, and then she'd still be with him if it wasn't for him dumping her. But now she's acting like, oh yeah, he's horrible. What a terrible person. I'm so glad I'm out of that relationship. Feel bad for me. No, you don't get to collect everything and then cash out at the end and be like, no, I was a good person. Amanda, I have a problem with you.
2: <laughs> I I love Mike. Justice
0: you. for Mike Dexter. That's right.
2: Mike Dexter dancing into the scene, though. Yes, I wrote that movie. down to Andy. It's so good.
1: He's, he's like, like, he's I'm his panicked. boys. Yeah, he's like, I got to go talk to them. And the way he's just kind of like, hey, guys, uh, can I talk to you? It's so good. Because you get to see him go from completely not moving into like, now I'm dancing into, <laughs> a, into a group of people. So good. <laughs> oh my God.
0: It's and, great. And they're dancing, they're ve- dancing very uh, bump and grindy. <laughs> yeah. And the music,
1: this is. Uh,
0: the music they were playing during this bump and grind dancing did not match the dancing they were doing, by the way, at the it, time. Can I
1: tell you, it never does. That is the truth of movie making. Whatever you're hearing when you're dancing in, like, a scene that has music is never the music that actually gets put <laughs> into it. Because those things, literally, they just happen later in the process of, like, when they're getting clearance for what songs are going to be in, uh, you know, put into a TV show <laughs> or movies. And so when they record it, they usually just play, like, disco mu- music. And everybody's kind of like... <laughs> Yeah, we're all moving, but like it's never to the actual <laughs> song that you're gonna hear.
0: That well, that makes sense because this did not yeah. look like they were dancing <laughs> to the music that they were playing during this time. But uh, I, I want to. uh It's what Andy. What I liked about this scene is the nerd gets drunk and everyone likes him. It just proves that drinking makes everyone a better person, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think that's the lesson learned here. Get drunk and then you'll you'll sing and you'll save the day because the band wasn't gonna play. So
0: that's right. I can't feel my legs. (laughs) I have
2: no legs. Great moment, by the way, because it's such a moment
0: of, I think it was actually earlier in the movie that he said it, but it it was uh, because I think you have that moment. Sometimes when you're at a place, you're uncomfortable and you don't fit in, you have a few drinks. And then I felt like that was that moment of him going, oh, I'm partying. It's on. It's on. And I think he throws
2: his little thing away. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's uh, uh, well, I want to double, double down Andy here with uh, Mike. Not Mike, yeah. uh Preston mm-hmm. staring yes. at the screen, telling us about love. He creeped me out a little bit. <laughs> the,
2: Preston, the whole thing. Creep,
0: Preston creeps me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind
2: of is. <laughs> he he kind of is, and it's it's funny how he realizes he's not so original, like that one guy holding all the all uh, the whipped cream. He's like, what does he say? He's like, time to get freaky. But he's yeah. like run, running out. But he's that's like, the guy
1: from that's the kid from
2: Hurricane. Oh, that's the guy. That's, that's How to get the freaky. One, I mean, it's such a memorable line, but it's just like yeah. he's trying to shoot a shot. Jason Segel's trying to shoot a shot with his wa- want some watermelon. Like I yeah. feel like everybody's trying to do it and press They're all trying to hook up with her. Yeah. Cousin, the cousin's trying to hook up with her. So. The cousin did the best job, really. Yeah, he got Yeah, I mean <laughs> well <laughs> Uh, okay.
0: Uh, Eric, am I off base here about Amanda? I mean, come on, like, no, I, th- I think I think that she's done nothing to win. Like, <laughs> she hasn't proven that I'm supposed to like her yet. True, but I do think that
1: she is in a little bit of defense of Amanda. I think she is saying, I think it's a little bit less of like, I think she thinks that Mike is a jerk, but she's also having a self-realization moment of like, whoa, what have I? you know, used all this time for, for the last four years with this guy that I didn't really like. I just was with to be popular. And if I don't have him, like, who am I? Like, what am I? I think she is a little bit more self-reflective uh, as opposed to just being mad at
0: Mike, but in a little bit in her defense. It is. That's kind of a good, good response, because as you're saying, it, I'm realizing I can't really describe Amanda without saying she was Mike's ex. Right. Right. And I think that that's what she's saying is that like and I do think that a lot of people
1: in high school, frankly, do they fall into some sort of click. And just because it's what's convenient or whatever. And then by the end of the four years of school, they're like, was I really this person? Was I uh, somebody that was in this clique? Did I want to do that? But then the four years are over, you know, so I think I think it's a relatively uh, realistic character.
0: So like, did I really like Ska that much? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs>
2: Did I like exactly. the Mighty Mighty Bot <laughs> Is Smash Mouth a good band? Right. Was Suit um, Suit Riot really that fun to dance to? I don't know.
0: Yes, it was. Suit yes, Suit <laughs> <Zoot> Riot. <laughs> Riot. <laughs> back so, okay. <laughs> that is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play that song when I'm done here. Sure I'm going to put on my Zoot suit and get my incredibly long wallet chain. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Which Seth Green did have. Yes, he did. <laughs> Seth Green had everything. <laughs> yeah, every accessory. Oh my God. Wait, so, can I say
1: something? I have to say something here. This is about where I'm at on my notes. So when uh, <laughs> William is talking about the the, uh, the salt on the pretzel is like the salt, is like the stars, <laughs> yeah. right? And he's talking about salt and stars. Right, literally, as he said the word stars, I was watching it on stars last night. Oh. Stars like the network. And their logo popped up right as he said (laughs) stars i'm not even exaggerating like it was he goes it's like the stars and then it came up (laughs) and i was like is that just on accident or was somebody at stars like hey we gotta put the logo in let's put it in right here there you know and i don't know i'd really love to know because it it made me chuckle when it happened
0: there's probably some unpaid intern that was just over the moon that He's they so proud and you're the yeah. one person that noticed it. You <laughs> notice it. They're going to be the, they're going to be the person that li- like one of our 15 listeners. that yes. goes, Oh my goodness. Someone finally oh, appreciation. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Seth and Denise argue and they realize that they, they both have things that they can work on and the letter finds its way into the party and Amanda reads it, sending her on a quest to find Preston. Preston tries to figure out how fate works and while calling to confirm the true meaning of the song, Mandy, a stripper angel calls him a loser and then tells him all about Scott Baio and shooting your shot. Meanwhile, the band breaks up so the nerd does Guns and Roses karaoke, Andy, I can guarantee you, the kids singing karaoke Guns and Roses would not end in applause. You think? I don't know. I, I thought. I, I think if get
2: it you're that of. intense and you're that committed to it, it might get applause. Especially when he like flies up like a Wolfman after he like passes out because he sees some boobies and he just dies for a second.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, maybe he's a better singer than I thought he would be. But I was like, except, well, you're right. Except he does- that he's, he's singing it down
1: the octave. So it, it's supposed to be like, take me down to the Paradise City. And he's going, yeah. take me
0: down to the Paradise City where the breast is green and the girls <laughs> yeah. are pretty. So he's not even really doing it justice. Right. right. Well, I, I just imagine... If you've ever been at a party and someone's yelling into the microphone while you're dancing, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine, like, oh, this doesn't a- – karaoke doesn't work out usually well, but I thought it was a fun scene, and it made the party look like it was incredible. Uh, I do want to say, and Eric, this is one of the things I love about evolution of movies. is we look back at old movies, it makes you go, oh, yeah, that's what it was like back in the day. But this really hit me hard when he had to call the radio station to find out what the song <laughs> Mandy was about because I was like, oh, my God, he can't look it up. He'll Can never it know. Up on Google. And he doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. Can
1: we talk about the fact that uh, first of all, the character that Jenna Elfman plays of this like angel exotic dancer, right. Mm. Is first of all, I noticed there are some great monologues in this movie. If you are a listener and you're like in an acting class, there are actually some really great full arc monologues to choose from in this movie. Mm -hmm. And she has one of them, but the fact that she just hung up on a stranger's phone call <laughs> yeah. because she felt that her emergency was more uh important while and i know they say that the two other um uh, oh, phone booths are broken, but she's coming from far away. I was like, "How do you know that they're broken? Why no. weren't you on that phone call?" In if that's the only one that works, that was I, I was never that mad at Amanda. I was mad at the angel character. I was like, <laughs> "You can't just hang up on somebody else's phone call." That was completely uncalled for. Yeah, and the fact that he was incensed was the
2: right reaction because I, I that that really bothered me and didn't even provide another quarter like she could have just yeah. been like, let me do my call here's a quarter you can call your calls very back. i hope you have another quarter <laughs> yeah maybe she gets dumped off that spot often and so she
0: just knows i, I guess yes but i like you're right i think it's it's if you ever find yourself outside of a phone booth don't hang up on somebody no yeah. but you're right i thought i wrote in my notes that this her monologue might be the best part of the movie from a like performance like monologue standpoint it was yeah she was incredible in this
2: for a one-off just yeah i'm an one stripper. little scene yeah and preston had a good <laughs> monologue too which was like all about amanda then it's you got the foreign guy that's like that i was, forget what he says back but he said, do you, like want to, you, you want to yeah, you want to touch penis? my penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah totally <laughs> Oh, which was man.
0: a which was a fantastic way to break that like yes. this is serious and love and then he yeah. says that and you're just like glass shatter we're back yeah we're back yeah. into the party.
1: I also uh, noticed um in around in and around this part that the soundtrack is so perfect for the vibe of that time. I think it, I I'm not 100 sure, but it sounded like an REM song was hmm. playing, and it just made me think that two things. One that I feel like high school nights felt like they lasted so long like it felt like you'd go out with your friends at seven eight o'clock and it seemed like they were just hours and hours and they were so long and epic and different things would happen and they had different feelings and stuff like that but i know that like i was not out until the sun was coming up like i was out i was home by 10 or 11 or 12 i mean maybe 12 when i was like older and i was like how did it feel so long and like those high school nights just felt so long and now when i'm an adult with kids and stuff i'm like by eight o'clock i'm like (laughs) oh my god i'm tired and like (laughs) you know or if i'm like doing stuff i'm like this night went so fast so that was something that was interesting but the rem song really to me felt like that later part of a high school night where you're like the night's almost over." But this is more the like kind of quieter contemplative time where we're yeah. like, what have we gone through and what have we learned tonight? <laughs> it just was yeah. I was like, this is the perfect song to catch that vibe I, of what that part of the night is.
2: And I think they play that song again at the train station. I think it's yes. the same song. It's like mm-hmm. a very like, OK, now we're. Yeah, we're getting yes. into the real. Now stuff we're serious. Here. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But my well, I, I wanted to say sorry, but uh, yeah. favorite favorite character, Seth Green, favorite cameo. When Jerry O'Connell comes in as Trip McNeely. (laughs) Oh, McNeely. We're we're going to get into that. Oh, that that didn't happen yet? Okay. Yeah.
0: that actually happens next. So, Uh uh, yeah, Denise and Seth Green start to become chums and eventually start kissing. And outside on the swing, Mike gets a glimpse of his future (laughs) talking to Jerry O'Connell. And that's the only name I give him. So he goes looking for Amanda and tries crawling back to her. But Amanda shuts him down. Then she shuts down Preston also. Then, after going into a bathroom with two ladies, the nerd gets back to trying to get revenge on Mike, but Mike has a moment of weakness and admits he's a loser. (laughs) Meanwhile, Clarissa slash Sabrina asks Amanda to sign her yearbook, and Amanda uses it to find out who Preston is, and that Preston is the person she just yelled at. Mm. We then get a montage of mended fences. Mike and the nerd apologize. The bands get back together, and Andy, walk us through this Denise and Seth, Seth Green sex
2: scene. <laughs> well, that's about right. I mean, high school. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, how long do you think the poor guy's going to last? Uh, She's like, it's it's longer, you know.
0: Uh, <laughs> but but you were going to say before I cut you off, tell us about old uh, Jerry O'Connell. Tri- what was his name? Trippin Trish McGeeley. McNeely. He's so Trish good. McNeely.
2: And uh, I know that this character definitely existed in my, uh, you know, where I grew up. Oh, uh, yeah. The guy that comes back from. College, and you're like, Oh, that you were cool in high school. Then he's like, Well, turns out I'm not. (laughs) He's got like a toe fungus, he's farting and burping. I don't know. Jerry O'Connell, I felt like it was this kind of like, Hey, man, here's your one scene. And he just goes, All right, I'm just going to attack this thing. It's just, it's so funny. So, it's
1: so good. First of all, the name Trip McNeely (laughs) is like the most perfect high school name of like the cool guy that was older than you. And I love that he goes, Trip McNeely, you were a sexual icon, man. she <laughs> yeah. yeah. calls him a sexual icon I remember Andy when we were like in high school because we loved this movie so much whenever we if we went bowling and people would put like <laughs> fake names you know That's up true. on like the on the Jumbotron or whatever, when you're like putting in your name and bowling, <laughs> one of our friends would always put Trip mcnealy like, yeah, Somebody always was Trip McNeely. Um, such a good name. And if you notice, his uh, fraternity that he's in is Delta Iota Kappa, which is Dick. Dick. Which is, Dick. <laughs> that's I didn't catch that the first time <laughs> I caught it yesterday. Such a great little like. <laughs> and he just looks so lost and like Jerry O'Connell's like a little bit overweight. And you can see how he was like, probably the coolest high school guy, but now in college is like just a a run of the mill, you know, dime a dozen guy. It's that's such a great, great scene.
0: And I was like, yeah, they're all pre-med in college. (laughs) They're all pre-med. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, like it's such a good glimpse into the future for old Mike Dexter. Yeah. But uh, this is where we, again, we, this is where we get Marshall. And again, I, I was way too excited for Marshall, uh, but I was (laughs) And again, that's Well, that that's scene, it. that scene is one of, I quote that scene maybe more
1: than any other of this movie. Like whenever somebody says, hey, do you know so-and-so? I always revert to this like, yeah, he's got like hair <laughs> and he wears tall. t-shirts sometimes. And, uh, you know, like I
2: love to do that. It's just so, and that's Jason Segel. Which she, which she repeats it though. It's funny. She's like, okay, so he's kind of tall, wears t-shirts. So, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes.
0: <laughs> uh, so good. This is where, again, I, I got a little crabby at Amanda. Maybe this is because <laughs> the way the movie was built, but she's so mean to Mike as he's saying, I made a mistake. And I get that he, we're supposed to know he's a jerk, but I've not seen them interact in any way that would make me think that she should be so mean to him. That is true.
1: Her. But so he, I was did like, say, he
0: did say, a man.
1: Duh <laughs> <laughs> that is the, the best line. that is the the best dumb like, put down. It's ever. like the the best dumb like drunk guy. Okay, a man duh <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks it's so good. Oh my Pretty God. clever. <laughs>
2: um so and you're right there eric what you were saying earlier about jennifer love hewitt's acting because because he's he's ridiculous such a fun character uh yeah. to play and then uh and then she's just like somebody oh, yeah you got me there mike yeah <laughs> she's, she's like serious. so serious <laughs> <laughs> He's just doing a different movie, you know? Right.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, the police eventually show up and everyone scatters, finally ending the party. The nerds get their revenge on Mike and Mike takes all the heat for it when he and the nerd go to jail. But ultimately, Mike goes back to his old ways and the nerd gets shoved away. Seth Green and Denise oh. make up and break up and make up again. And the four-letter word fate creeps back in as Preston is about to get on a train, but Amanda is there, and she says she loves how much Preston loves her because that's literally all she knows about him, and they (laughs) stay together forever. Also, the nerds get abducted by aliens. oh god just what? an aside just an aside <laughs> that's this side <laughs> they get, they get so um the, the it all winds down and i love how this movie ties a bow on such a random movie here yeah. uh, and, and i love it i love the this is what happened to him afterwards eric i love those little like this is the epilogues
1: yeah those are Almost great every
0: movie had that
1: yeah it is really nice because uh it, it just gives you a real sense of closure and you know i i would rather frankly have that than the movies that are like it's up to you how it ends i'm like <laughs> yeah. no you yeah. made the movie tell me yeah. how the story ends you know
0: yeah, it's um, your job I,
1: love- I, I bought a ticket i
0: paid right. you to <laughs> exactly. tell me how this ends
1: <laughs> exactly um i love when the cops come and they're playing blink 182 damn it which is like yeah. of all of the songs of that like time period that was like the most just like Yes. great banger song you know um the guy the the kid who steals everything the klepto <laughs> kid is steals a police car which i think is great um uh i love uh speaking of um uh the scene with denise and uh kenny fisher in the bathroom i noticed something there's a line this is maybe a little bit back but he said mm-hmm. she says something like you're the one who stopped hanging out with me in junior high because you thought you were too cool or something like that And, but they clearly were very good friends when they were younger. And it's funny, you know, my kids are, my daughter is 11, my son is seven, but my daughter being 11, she's in middle school now and is just at the very kind of beginning of some of those like very close elementary school friendships that now are just kind of splintering a little bit. And part of it is, you know, some of them go to different schools. Some of them just have different like interests and stuff like that. So it's nothing nefarious, but I can see, I like could see my my daughter being older and being like, oh yeah, I used to be friends with this person, but then like things changed. But mm-hmm. you have those deep like childhood friendships that are really impactful and important. And to see, I, I just thought the way that they navigated that like sense of people that you're very close with when you're younger and you still are surrounding them at school, but you're just not close with them anymore. But to forget the memories that you had, you can't really do that. So I, I just loved how they sort of navigated that. Uh, that so part what of you're scene. saying. So what you're saying. It's all about the memories. It's all about the <laughs> memories, bro. <laughs> I love that that guy
0: and Melissa Joan Hart though hook yes, up at the diner. They yeah. like yes. finally find each other, which is great. <laughs> that was my note. Like that was such a clever uh, on the writer's standpoint of putting them together. The guy that's always talking about memories and the girl that always wants her yeah. yearbook to be put together. Yeah. Just a fun, clever thing to add in there. Yeah, Um, Andy, what did Jennifer Love Hewitt like about Preston
2: (laughs) that he was obsessed with her, and he wrote a nice letter? So are we
0: are we supposed to root for her? She's oh, you're obsessed with me? Wow, you seem like a pretty cool guy.
2: (laughs) He like he likes Kurt Vonnegut, so he's cultured. (laughs) And he's he leaves the day after graduation. I felt like that was quick. Usually, like. Most of our friends, Eric, like we graduated, then we had like a summer to like, whole be like summer. party and then oh you go off to school. But this was do you like...
1: remember? Do you remember, Rossi? I feel like the first one of us to leave was um, Orsi, our friend yeah. Nick Orsi. And I remember like we Ballfield. had a yeah, we had like this party and we like hung out. and I remember him driving down the street and all of us like chasing him down <laughs> yeah. the street and be like, Don't go, and we're all just like laughing. And like, wow, it was good times, good
2: times. <laughs> yeah, that he didn't even get that. He just got he just went to the train station the next <laughs> day. I'm Denise, like, I'm Yeah, pretty quick. But you're yeah, right, why, Jack. Like, why, why didn't Denise say goodbye to him?
0: She's a jerk, kind of. <laughs> <restaurant.
2: laughs> I, oh, yeah. Of, well, I was going to say, speaking of jerks, but kind of, I guess, good for his character is Mike Dexter with his. The nerd thing. so 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 stupid but so perfect they said like something about mike works at a car wash or something like yeah yeah yeah. so great oh man and william's like a a billionaire billionaire but but yeah but he does the nice thing behind closed doors but then in front of his you know doofus friends he's gotta yeah go change
1: which actually is kind of nice because if he had all of a sudden been like hey guys this is my friend william except (laughs) him like i think it would have felt like well that doesn't really happen you know like that because up to this point pretty much everything that has happened could was
0: pretty realistic and feasible for a high school party. Yeah. yeah there's actually nothing in this entire movie that isn't realistic, including yeah. the, the aliens, sure, <laughs> yeah. but but you're right. Cause also when you look back on it, you're like, yeah, he was drunk. And when you're drunk, you do that. I love you, man. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, and then you wake up the next day. I don't really like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love
1: the, the scene at the end, though, in the tr- in the train station with yeah. with Preston and Jennifer Hewitt it, it's uh, it's it's the soundtrack playing. It's like the clothes. I love that he's wearing that like awesome red vintage jacket, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it just is like the way he jumps over the chair to go get her. And I, I think it does. It's partially just actual nostalgia for me. Like it just feels like that feeling of high school love and how it just felt so epic and so just complete of like your whole being was all you could think about it you know and i just i love that last scene it feels so uh like a nice full circle moment and yes if you really break it down like he is
2: a little creepy why does she like him
1: but if we forget about those things and we just try to go for the vibe it's uh chef's kiss very nice
2: and, and ethan embry is just his just like deer in headlights sort of look yeah it's just so like <laughs> you, yeah. you are kind of rooting for him because you're like yeah yeah i'm I, you know this is all i wanted and you yeah. I don't know he's very like expressive yeah. and then her it, half smiles and smiles during, during yeah it,
0: it was and and i i like to poke fun uh throughout but this was <laughs> really good i was actually nervous what not nervous nervous but i was kind of worried like as i'm watching this like he's not gonna give up his like dream of meeting this writer to be with her right because that's not, also not a very good ending, but he does they do a good job of saying he does both where they yes. chat and they stay together yeah but he still goes off and pursues his dreams because if he says i forget my forget college i'd be like well that's not a very good ending, right. either so really what we
1: need is we need a can't hardly wait two that is like 20 years later and preston breaks up with with amanda and she goes who am i if i'm not preston's wife i don't know you know like, she's now just taken her then, taking her whole existence and just made herself preston's wife as opposed to mike's girlfriend and then, and then a cousin, she
0: ends up, meeting up with mike dexter yeah
2: yeah or the cousin comes in again
0: <laughs> hey are we still good it was twenty two, you know <laughs> it is funny you said that because I was watching this thing, you could do a 20-year reunion. I mean, oh, it wouldn't be exact, but who cares? That would cast, be so, good. It, oh, be it'd, so it'd, good. It'd be because all these people, like I said, they're still acting, they're still doing yeah. stuff. And it's you can have all of them come in.
1: It's kind of shocking that there has not been any kind of reunion movie of any of these like teen comedies, you know, Breakfast Club, whatever. I mean, like all of these. Yeah great high school movies especially if you have like you're saying jack that like if they're act if most of the actors are still working and like aren't haven't turned into you know job of the hut like okay let's <laughs> yeah. put them back on film and show you know
0: write a a reunion comedy kind of thing which would be great It'd be hilarious. You could do the whole movie like you said, exactly the same way. Almost like a Cobra Kai where the bad guy becomes the good guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Uh, the, <laughs> the Preston becomes the guy that breaks up with her and then yeah. she goes back to my next or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I would... Uh, overall, and, and, and Eric, we'll let you get the last words on this, but uh, for, uh, I guess, overall thoughts, I, I like to poke fun at this movie, but uh, it, it's, it's a fun nostalgia trip back. The music I think is just it's such a fun listen to, but this is a good movie of writing notes was very difficult because as we said, it seems like everything's all over the place, but it does tie up really well at the end. And it does give you that feeling of a party because there's just stuff going on and there's people everywhere and things are happening, but it all plays out. This was a fun go back and watch movie. I really enjoyed it. And it was a nice hour 40. I love those under two hour (laughs) movies. Just that's that's all all movies used to be that way. It was good. Yeah the good old days uh but right. uh so i i liked i enjoyed going back and watching this it was fun and um I, I had a good time andy what about you
2: yeah i mean super nostalgic and it's great that we had eric on today because I, I guarantee eric we probably saw this in the theater together yeah um and yeah just going. i don't think i've seen it and it's, it's been a long time but i was able to like remember all the one-liners so it's very nostalgic and it's it's a movie too where i love that it just jumps in like i was actually thinking i'm like is it just at the party the whole time? But yeah, it it is. But I feel like that's like what makes a high school experience is that the big party, you know, and all the things that happen with it. Um, But yeah, it was great to see. And and like you said, Jack, like everybody, uh, most of the people in that movie are still acting. So it was very cool to be like, oh, cool. They went from this and they kind of kept their career going. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, Yeah. I I would, I would agree. It was, uh, I was very happy to watch it
1: again because I haven't watched it in a while. And uh, I love seeing all the young actors, you know, even and like making the most of like a one line part, you know. Like there's the girl who is like clearly like the I think she's listed as Earth Girl. It's is an actress <laughs> Sarah Rue who like works a lot, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like she's like you know cl- cutting up the uh, the pop you know uh, <laughs> yeah. soda container things. You that know? Was so funny. The, the dolphins do, yeah. And and but like she had one line, essentially one line and was able to like really make it memorable and like show that she was a good actress. And I was like, that's just sort of an, also a nice cue for, you know, actors to know, like, all it takes is one line. If you commit to a character and like do a good job, you can do good stuff and be memorable. Um, And for me, yes, the biggest word that I take away from it is nostalgia. It just is, it feels perfectly of a time. And I feel like, um, you know, My, it's funny when I was a kid, I watched deer hunter, uh, by myself and I went to my dad and I was like, Whoa, dad, deer hunters like intense. And he's like, yeah, he goes, but that's what life was like. Not necessarily about the, like, you know, the, uh, Uh, (laughs) Russian roulette, but like just the more the scenes that are in Pittsburgh and, and, you know, like about steel town and people like going off to war and coming back. And, and my dad was like, it was a different time, but that like is a really good representation of what we all like talked and sounded like and talked about and dressed like, and I feel like I would do the same thing with this movie with my kids. If they wanted, like, once they're old enough to watch it, if they wanted to know, like, what was it really like for you in high school I'd probably show them this or American Pie, and I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, this is that. That's how we dressed. That's how we talked. That's what our mm-hmm. we all had frosted tips, and like <laughs> it was. That's what we did. I mean, that was a pretty darn good representation <laughs> of what high school in the late 90s looked like and felt like. So uh, for that, I, I think it's great. Anything that can really like capture the vibe of a certain time or place is, is, and is done well is is good in my book. So I loved it, and I'm glad you guys uh, asked me to be a part of this and to, to rewatch it and talk about it again.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, we appreciate you having having you on, but before you go, we always like to play a little game with Andy here. It's uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, where we basically see if Andy can connect one of the actors from this movie to Kevin Bacon in Six Moves.
2: I have a feeling this is going to be an easy one because you have so much ammo to choose from. Sure. There's a big cast, and uh, it it, it happened very organically because Eric mentioned this movie, but Ethan Embry was in That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks, who is in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon.
0: Boom. Two moves.
2: Easy peasy. (laughs) Uh,
0: Have we had one where the actor themselves is in a movie with Kevin Bacon yet?
2: I think we have, yeah, yeah. We had it in Jurassic Park. The little boy was in the River Wild. With oh, yeah, <laughs> the River Wild.
0: The River that is a Great movie. John C. That Riley. Movie. John C. Riley. There you go. Bring there you says, go. That back. movie's totally lost in time. Like I forgot that. That was such a big movie. It was so good, and I totally forgot right. it existed until yeah. and it, twice well, now. I think it said the last time you said. It. I was like, oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> well,
2: Jack, I think we've had we've had De Niro and. Brad Pitt with, with sleepers and kevin bacon so sure yeah 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 so, so we've had it
0: well, well uh that does it for this episode our next episode we're going to 1999 to discuss deep blue sea then we go to the year 2000 to talk about way of the gun and 2001 is training day so we've yeah. got uh, some some interesting ones coming yeah, very, up very nice variety. So uh, but uh, Eric thank you so much for being on uh, of course for anyone who's listening you can follow me at Real Jack Farmer across all social media Andy where can the world find you
2: you can find me at just Andy Rossi and
0: Eric where can the world follow you and keep up to date on all the stuff you've got going on
1: uh, you can follow me on Instagram which is at Eric Pete E R I C P or you can follow my fashion instagram if you're into fashion uh which is at the portly gentleman uh, is uh my fashion instagram <laughs> i always like to plug that so you can definitely uh, follow me those two places
0: definitely everyone follow both and uh keep up to date with this guy eric's doing a lot of stuff so you're gonna want to stay up to date with him uh thank you everyone for listening following liking commenting sharing subscribing all that good stuff and we will see you all again next year